Good morning, America. Good afternoon, Eretz Yisrael. Today, the 19th of Adar, we're continuing the Shir in Chaim Aran, and we dedicate the Shir today, Lili Nishmas, Rabbeinazal's mother, Fega, Bas Reb Nachman, Bas Odl, whose yard site is today on the 19th of Adar, and also Lili Nishmas, Mordechai Yehuda, Ben Leib, whose yard site is today on the 19th of Adar. We dedicate the learning also, Leila Nishmas, my mother. We just completed the Shiva on Shabbos. Leila Nishmas, Yentafradl Bas Rabbi Yeshua Nishmas, Eliezer David Ben Shmuel Meir, whose yard site was on the 16th of Adar. And Rabbi Chaim Meir Ben Moshe, whose yard site was on the 17th of Adar. Lili Nishmas Risha Basha Basra Boruch, whose yard site was yesterday, Shabbos, on the 18th of Adar. And Lili Nishmas Dvoira Chana Bas Repenacha Mendel, the Esther Ritual, whose yard site is tomorrow on the 20th of Adar. And Lili Nishmas Yuspehendel Bas Rabbi Yeshua, who was Nifter a few hours ago whose Leviah will be today in Eretz Yisrael. Shem should help that all of these Neshamas should have an Aliyah and should be Melitzei Toiv for us and for all of Klal Yisrael. We dedicate the learning also for a complete Refua Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Aviv Eilana Bas Yisbendel, Sarachal Bas Yisbendel, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Gitaganendel Bas Sipoira, Soralea Bas Chavaliba, Hanemero Basesta Golda, Yisrael Ababen, Sipoira, Shmuel Elio Ben Sipoira, Daniel Ben Rivka, David Ley Ben Shena, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Ides Bas Miriam Brindle, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Besoyach Sharachol Yisrael. We're continuing, we're up to parag paragraph Tzadik Beis. Rav Nusenzal says Shaykh, that, that this is related to what Rav Nusenzal spoke about, a Pesach in Tehillim, Oidia emunascha befi, that Dovid HaMelech says, Hashem, I inform you regarding my emuna with my mouth. And Rav Nusenzal stresses in chapter 44 in the second half of Likud Imran, that the Iker emuna is dependent on the mouth of a person. I've mentioned this in the past, that there are cardiac Jews that say they believe in Hashem in their heart. They don't practice religion. They're not observant, but they believe Hashem in their heart. And some of them say, I'm much more religious than you. But the Torah says, that one of the ways that a person really shows that they believe in Hashem is by speaking to Hashem. So Rav Nosan adds here that I found in a manuscript that was written by Rabbein Zal's students, obviously this Torah was said before Rav Nosan Zal came to Rabbein Zal. I found in a manuscript there that Rabbein Zal said that when a person is experiencing doubts in faith in Hashem, the person should say, I believe 100% that Hashem is Yochid Rishon Vachroim, that Hashem is one and unique 
is none other like him. And he is the first and he is the last. He's the beginning and the end. And Rabbinus, I'll explain, because it's known that the Yitzhahara comes from the left side, which is referred to as Gvurais. Now, Gvura, we know there's holy Gvura and there's Gvurais Nefulin. There's fallen Gvura, when Gvura falls into the hands of the Sitrachra. So Rabbinazal said that the holy Gvurais are able to sweeten and negate the negative effects of the Gvura of Klipa. And Dibur speech is a form of holy Gvura, as we say in Ashrei, we speak Hashem's Gevura. And therefore, when a person says, I believe in Hashem, I believe that Hashem created the world, I believe Hashem was before and will be after everything else, that's a, an expression of holy Gvurais. And this helps to sweeten and eliminate any doubts that the person has about Hashem which are coming from the Gvura of Klipa. Now, this is tied into a Gemara in the beginning of Brochus, where the Gemara says, A person should always strengthen the Yetzir Toiv over the Yetzirah. But the Gemara uses a very unusual word, Yargiz. Roigiz means anger. Roigiz is a concept of Gvura, and Rabbi Nassau explained that, again, this Gemara is showing us that with the holy Gvurais, we sweeten and we overpower and we eliminate any of the negative effects of the Gvura of Klipa. And therefore, and we find the Gemara also says in Tainus that a person who wants to be careful not to lose their temper, not to get into, fall into anger, should try to speak so softly, gently. So we see, therefore, that speaking gently and softly is not roigez, is not anger. And silence also silences, softens the anger. When a person is angry and they choose to remain silent, not to express that anger, that also closes down the anger. However, when a person is speaking clearly and out loud, that's an expression of roigez. That's an expression of this givura, this din, this holy givura, which can, can overpower any doubts that a person has about emuna. We continue. Paragraph Tzadik Gimel. Now, just for those who are following in the Sefer, many Chaim Arans do not have what I'm reading now. Because this is is brought down, some of this is brought down in Sichai Saran, Rabbi Nachman's wisdom. The version of Chaim Aran that I'm using has these paragraphs, a few more paragraphs that we have that are still part of this section. Paragraph Tzadikimel 93. Rabbi says that there are two types of animalistic eating. There's a person who's eating food, normal human food, healthy food, but the person is eating like an animal, without proper manners, overeating. And there could also be a case 
of a person who's eating like a human being. However, the food that they're eating is not human food, meaning that there are sparks in that food, holy sparks in that food, that aren't refined yet enough to make it available for a human being to be able to eat. And therefore that food is classified as Michael Behema. And Rabbi Nazar said, a person who eats from either one of these two types, this could lead chas v'shom to the person having the sickness, which in Hebrew is referred to as kadachas, which means a type of sickness that comes with a high fever. And we find a remez to this, a hint to this, in a Pasuk in Tehillim, where the Pasuk says, Herkavto enoish l'roishenu, Hashem, you've placed a person, a human being, above us. Meaning that we are below the level of Adam, of human being, of enoish, because we're eating one of these two types of eating. And therefore the Pasuk continues, Bono bo'esh ubamayim. And we, we come into fire and water. Fire and water means, water means cold, fire means hot. This is a case where a person has a fever where their temperature is very high and they break into a sweat. This causes them to perspire. And Rabbi Nassau said that even the doctors acknowledge that this type of a high fever comes from overeating sometimes. That's, this is all on a physical level. And spiritually also, Rabbi Nassau went on to explain that a human being is supposed to be das, in intellect, intelligent. And when a person's das is in proper order, then the person has ahava and yira of kedusha. They have a, a holy type of love. They love what they're supposed to love and they fear what, and respect what they're supposed to. However, when a person falls from das, a person commits sins, the Gemara says, it means that a spirit of silliness, foolishness has taken over the person. The Gemara says, Then the person falls into ahavois nefulas and yirois nefulas. They start liking what they're not supposed to like. And they start being afraid of things that we shouldn't have to be afraid of. And therefore, Rabbi Nezal went on to say that a person who eats one of these two types of achila, that person falls from das, because they, they, we say in davening in the morning, what sets a human being above an animal is oyen. What is oyen? Oyen can refer to das. Oyen aleph yud nun. As the Pesach says, Chachma comes from ayin. Therefore, again, when a person is eating improperly in one of these two ways that we describe, that person, Chas is in the category of behema. They fall from the, the das, and they fall into these ahavois and yirois nefulois. The person ends up liking what they shouldn't like and, and being afraid of what they shouldn't be afraid of. 
and this is all Marumas in this Pasuk, Hirkafta Enoishlareshenu, that Hashem, you have placed a person, a human being, above us, meaning we've fallen below the level of human being, and as a result, Bonu Boeshu Bamayim, we entered into fire and water, meaning we entered into Yira and Ahava, the wrong type of Yira, the wrong type of Ava. Yira is associated with Aish. The Pasuk says, You were afraid of fire. And water is referred to as Meme Hadas, love. Mayim is an expression of, is a term used regarding Ahava. The Pesach says in Shira Shirim, Mayim Rabim lo yuchlu l'chabo yises ha'avo. Paragraph Tzadik Dalet. Rav Nosenzal writes that when Rav Nosenzal came back from Lemberg, remember the city of Lemberg was a city that was known that had many great doctors. And Rav Nosenzal went there at one time and spent time there. And he was suffering at the time from his sickness of tuberculosis. So Rab, Rab Nusnazal writes, during that time when he returned to the city of Breslov, he would go out, Rabbi Nizal would go out just about every single day. He would go outside the city to, to, to walk, to ride in a wagon, in order to, to try to cure and heal the tuberculosis. And for other important reasons that Rabbi Nizal had for doing this, and Rav Nusnazal writes, we heard several chapters of Likut Imran were said on those trips, and also some of the stories from Sipurim Isis, and some of the Sichos and Sichos Aran were said during these trips, including in the second half of Likut Imran, the chapter where Rav Nusnazal speaks about the Pasuk Vayetze Yitzchok Losuach Basode, chapter 11, that Yitzchok Avinu went to speak to Hashem in the field. And there Rabbi Nezal speaks about the fact that when a Jew speaks to Hashem out in a field, in a place where there's grass, trees, vegetation, then those, the, the souls that are found in the grass, in the vegetation, they join in the person's tefillah. So Rav Nosenzal says that at that time we were standing in a field and we got off the wagon while Rabbi Nizal was still sitting in the wagon and we all stood around him and it was the time to daven mincha and we wanted a daven mincha there in that place. And that's, that's when Rabbi Nizal said this chapter on the Kutimran that when a person davens in a field that all the graces join, they enter into the person's tefillah and rise up together with the person's tefillah. And Rabbi Nassau said, just like you are standing around me now, and I see you, I see all every single blade of grass here, how they're pushing themselves to, towards each and every one of you in order to go up to heaven and by entering into your tefillah, joining with your tefillah, and being able to go up that way. Also, the famous chapter Ayeh, Ayeh Mekon chapter 12 in the second half of the Kutimran. And 
and the other things related to it, chapter 15 in the second half of Likud Imran, which begins with the words, those leaders who pride themselves and praise themselves, saying that they can perform miracles, they can do great things, and Rabbi Nezal speaks about this. And in addition, another chapter on the Kutman, chapter 16, where Rabbi Nezal speaks about the search for Parnassa. All of these Torahs we heard during those trips when we went out of the city with Rabbi Nezal. And Rabbi Nezal says, that all of these are tied into the famous Gemara, where the Gemara says that Rabbi Yehuda Hindua asked, he, he met Rabbi Zera once when Rabbi Zera was in a very, very good mood, and he asked them all kinds of strange questions, questions that seem to be, don't have a place in the Gemara, and Rabbi Nezal gives incredible deep interpretations of what these questions were about. Paragraph 95. Rab Nusanzal says now, <clears throat> when Rabbi Nusanzal spoke to me and he revealed to me the incredible path of making Torah into tefillah, taking what you learn and making a prayer out of it, praying to Hashem to be zeichet, to understand what you learn and to fulfill every detail of what you're learning, Rabbi Nezal said it's very, very good for a person to write these prayers for themselves. And I understood, I realized and I understood from Rabbi Nezal's motions that this is something very, very special to, to make Torah into tefillah. As Rabbi Nezal actually said that this generates incredible pleasure up in heaven. In addition, when Rabbi Nassau was once speaking to one of his followers, and Rabbi Nassau was yearning very much that people should make prayers out of his lectures, out of his teachings, Rabbi Nassau actually said, I want very much that prayers, tefillahs, should be made from these Torahs, these lectures that I've given. However, I don't know to whom to give over this project, this mission. And once, Rabbi Nezal showed me a sefer that he had, which had been written shortly, not long before, called Yad Haktana. And at the end of that sefer, the author expresses a number of his ideas and everything in a form of tefillah, that he's speaking to Hashem, and he begins, Elokai, my Hashem, Elokai this. And Rabbi Nezal called me over and he told me, look at this, look this over carefully. And Rabbi Nezal hinted to me as if saying, look, look what this author did. Look how he took many of the discussions in Torah that he revealed and he presents it in the form of a prayer to Hashem. And Rabbi Nezal hinted to me that he wanted very, very, very much that this should be done for his shiur and his Torahs, to make all the Torahs into tefillahs. And Rav Nassim explains, because this is what Rav Nassim used to do many times when it came to something very, very important, he would hint to it. He couldn't express it openly, clearly. He would hint to it by, by 
connecting it to other things because one of the reasons is because he knew that if he says it clearly, then the Satan, the Yitzhahara, will work very, very hard to try to block that item, to prevent it from being accomplished. Therefore, he would hint to it so that the person would have to understand it on their own if they wanted, if they were listening carefully to what he said. And if they really, really wanted to fulfill Rabbeinazal's wishes, they would get the hint. And Rabbeinazal says, regarding what I'm describing here now, there are some incredible things as to how Rabbeinazal conducted himself in his relationship with me regarding many different things. And he adds, however, I cannot explain this. In addition, Rabbi Nezal said that when a person makes tefillahs out of Torah, this generates such incredible pleasure in heaven, whereby there was never this level of pleasure in heaven from the time of creation. As Rabbi Nezal writes about this in the introduction to his Sefer Likute Tefillahs. But Rabbi Nezal says even much more than this, Rabbein Azal encouraged us about this when he spoke about this also after he gave the shir on chapter 67 in the second half of Likut Imran, which is entitled Bereshis Le'ene Kol Yisrael, where, which speaks about it's related to the passing away of Rabbi Levi Yitzhak Bardichev, who passed away approximately a year before Rabbein Azal. I remember almost 50 years ago, when I first met Rav Rosenfeld, a few months afterwards was when the first version of Likute Tfilois with vowels came out. Rav Nachman Burstein, who was one of Rav Rosenfeld's closest friends who lived in Yerushalayim, he said he worked on this, I think, for years in, to get this done. To, to put in the proper vowels on the whole Likutei Tfilois. Likutei Tfilois is a large safer, and there were all kinds of obstacles along the way, and finally he accomplished it, and he published it, and Rav Rosenfeld brought it to the Shir at that time, and he gave a whole speech, I believe it's possibly recorded in one of the, uh, the Enyakov Shurim, one of the earlier Enyakov Shurim, where he gave us an idea as to how special this Sefer is, the Likutei Tfilois, that this is something that Bresla possesses that no one else has such a thing. A book of maybe 700 pages of Tfilois in Lushan Kodesh in Hebrew, which is Rab Nasanzal's Hispiridus on each and every chapter of Likutei Moran. And, and Rab Nasanzal being the awesome Talmud Chacham that he was, and having the gift of being able to express things clearly, those people that read those tefillahs are incredibly inspired by each and every one of these tefillahs that are based, each tefillah is based on a different chapter in Likutei Maran. Unfortunately, some of the tefillahs were lost during the difficult struggles that Rabbi Zal had. We have about 90% of it. And then one of Rav Nosenzal's great students, Rav Nachman Chirin, came along, and he added maybe a hundred prayers 
filling in some of the shorter chapters in Likutim Ran and, and shorter pieces in Sikhas Ran where Rav Nosan Zal had not written a tefillah for it and Rav Nachman Shirin did. <clears throat> this is called Tfilois Vesachnunim, which some of the Likutei Tfilois that are printed have it as part of that book. There's Likutei Tfilois from Rav Nosan Zal and there's Tfilois Vitachnunim from Rav Nachman Shirin. We're, we're privileged in our generation that my brother-in-law, Rabbi Chaim Kramer, BRI, and their whole staff worked for years to translate the Likutei Tfilois into English and did an incredible, incredible job of, of coming up with a clear, very clear quality translation of each one of these Tfilois. And it's amazing, just this morning, two hours ago, I met a friend here, a newcomer to Breslov, who told me he just got the set of Likute Tfilis, the, the new edition, the latest edition of the Likute Tfilis. They just came out with a new edition, new and improved, of the English translation to Likute Tfilis. And he told me he's learning chapter 31 in Likute Moran, which is a long, deep, special chapter in Likute Moran. And he said he was reading the prayer, and you could tell he lit up. He lit up because Rav Nosanzal did such an incredible, incredible job. The Likutei Tfilois is referred to by many of the elders of Breslov as a Rashi on Likutei Moran, meaning sometimes a person learns a chapter on Likutei Moran, and they don't know exactly what Rav is trying to say or exactly how it applies to me. But Rav Nosanzal in Likutei Tfilis simplifies it and makes it really very, very clear. This is one of the fantastic treasures that we have in Breslov, Baruch Hashem. I remember hearing from my Rebbe, Rebbe Michal Dorfman, that when he was living in Russia, during the time that he was stuck in Ukraine, and most of his friends had all gotten out already, so his friends that were in Eretz Yisroel and also my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld would write letters to him. We're talking about 60, 70 years ago, or and including 80 years ago. And, and he would write back responses. And in one of the letters, he wrote about the fact that Rav Enzal says on Ikutimran that when a person is reading Tehillim, it's very important to search in the words of Tehillim to find yourself, to find yourself in the book of Tehillim. Because Dovra Melech wrote the Sefer Tehillim with Ruach HaKodesh, with divine inspiration from Hashem, in a manner that the book of Tehillim includes every single possible problem and challenge that any Jew throughout the whole history of the world would, would encounter all of it is included in the Sefer Tehillim in, in, a, in a deep way. And a person who tries to recite chapters of Tehillim properly, understanding the words that you're saying, you'll be able to find yourself there. So Rav Michal wrote, <clears throat> in Tehillim, it requires a search to find myself. In Likutei Tfilois, there's no search. I'm on every page. A person who reads Likutei Tfilos properly will see that 
I can't believe it. He wrote every word he wrote here is exactly what I need to say to Hashem, is exactly what I would want to say to Hashem, to be able to express my feelings about every aspect of life and every aspect of religion, of serving Hashem. This is this incredible, incredible safer that we have. And Rabbi Mosenzal once said that there are a number of people already in Gan Eden as a result of these tefillahs, as a result of reciting these tefillahs that Rabbi Nosenzal wrote during his lifetime, and his son, Rabbi Yitzchak, and his students printed them and distributed them among, among the students. Rabbi Nosenzal also said that now that these tefillahs are in the world and they're available, each and every person is going to have to give an accounting to Hashem for every day that we did not take advantage of these tefillahs. We did not recite these tefillahs. And therefore, it's a custom in Breslov for a person to try to say a little bit of Likute tefillahs every single day, a page, a side, even if, if necessary, a paragraph, but to be in the Likute tefillahs. And there are a number of indexes in the Likute tefillahs. There's an index based on topic, emuna, simcha, children, zivug. There's another index matching the tefillah to the chapter on Likutei Moran, where the first 70 prayers on Likutei Tefillahs match up exactly one-to-one with the first 70 chapters of Likutei Moran. But from 71 and on, the order is not the same. So there's an index that will show you each chapter on Likutei Tefillahs, which Torah on Likutei Moran it corresponds to. And then there's also an index according to the calendar year. For example, the month of Nisan is coming up now. He'll show you which, the, the index will show which Tefillahs are related to the month of Nisan, the holiday of Pesach. <laughs> and, and each one of the holidays or each one of the important times during the year. We should be zeichet to take complete advantage of this incredible treasure that we have, Baruch Hashem. Any questions, please? Uh, Rabbi Maimon, I'm currently going over Kisher Lukute Marnan, which has a uh, schedule with it that uh, you, if you go through it uh, with a the schedule, then you'll finish it all in one year. Is there something like that with Lukute Tfilos? Possible. Possible. I'm not sure. There's something called Choik Breslev, and there's several versions of it that have come out in, in recent years, which, which take you through a number of Breslev books on a daily basis, showing you how you could cover it in a year, or in some cases, it might take two years, that kind of thing. You take a look in there, you'll be able to see if, if I believe Likute Tfilos is included. Anyone else, please? Also, Rav Maimon, probably after this, since it, looks, it seems like you're on a mission right now to make sure that uh, everyone has access to Shiram uh, or to, uh, of, uh, on each safer of Rabbi Nachman or Avinu. Uh, I'm guessing uh, possibly after this, we'll go over uh, the Kutet Bilos. <laughs> it's not. It's not, a, it's not a small project, 
And it is available today. The Likutei Tfilois is available in Hebrew, in easy Hebrew, and also in very, very good English. We'll see if, if, if there'll be an opportunity, if it'll be necessary, we'll do it in Yitzhashem. Anyone else, please? Okay. <clears throat> Paragraph 97. Rabbi Zal says, I heard from one of Rabbi Zal's followers that before Rabbi Zal told the story in Sipurim Isis, the story about the prince who was made who was made completely of precious stones. This is the fifth story in Sipurim Isis. Before Rabbi Zal began to tell that story, he said, I know a story that contains in it the entire Shem Membez, which is one of the great, great holy names of Hashem that's found in a prayer that we say on Friday night, those at Davin Nusach Sfard, we say it during Sfira Soimer. It, it's called Ono Bechoyach. Ono Bechoyach. This is a prayer that was written by one of the greatest Tanoim, Rabbi Nechunya ben Akona, which is based on this name of Hashem. It has seven lines, and each line has six words. Seven times six is 42, so it's 42 words. And the first letters of each one of these 42 words are what make up this very, very holy name of Hashem. Rav Nosnesal points out, however, when we don't know for sure, even though he said this shortly before he told that story, we're not sure if he meant that that story is the one that contains in it the Shem Embeis. And Rav Nosnesal is, I heard Rav say several years before that, that the Baal Shem Toiv knew a story that had in it the entire Shem Membez. And Rabbi Nezal spoke to me at that time about this name of Hashem. And he asked me to try to get, find a translation in Russian for two of the letters in the name, in, in, the, in this name of Hashem, the Vav and the Tzadik that are found in the, in the Ona Bechoyach. And Rav Nosnazal says, I was not able to find it. I wasn't able to find the translation. And it seems that Rav Nosnazal at that time already understood the secrets behind this incredible name of Hashem, each one of the letters of this name of Hashem. And it was just those two letters, the Vav and the Tzadik, that Rav Nosnazal didn't know yet how to include it in the interpretation of the name that Rav Nosnazal understood. Interesting, my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, when he gave Shurim on Sipurim Isis, which we have on our website, those of you that will go to our website, breslevtorah.com, Baruch Hashem, we have Rav Rosenfeld's Shurim, my Rebbe's Shurim on Sipurim Isis. And there, he, I believe in this story, he does give a, a little bit of an incredible explanation regarding this name of Hashem from the Zohar Kodesh. 
explaining each one of the words and the letters of this awesome holy name of Hashem. Any questions, please? I'd like to hold it here for now for a variety of reasons, things that need to be done. In Yitzhashem, hoping for those that follow the Likut HaLochas, we're hoping to restart during the Shiva, and before that I wasn't able to give Shirim, but now we're hopefully continuing. I'm hoping to start again the Likute HaLochas Shirim in Yoredea, where we're up to, tomorrow morning, Monday morning, Eretz Yisrael time and, and American time, in Yitzhashem American time, it's 2.30 a.m. and Eretz Yisrael, I'm sorry, it's Two, 2 o'clock, 2 a.m., and Eretz Yisrael time, it'll be 8 a.m. They changed the clock here in the United States last night, Moitzoy Shabbos. Wishing everybody a wonderful week, and Yeshua's and Rafuas and Surah's Torah's of every type. Thank you very much, Rav Rav Nassim, can you just specify where on your website the Anabakoach is explained? Because we say that every day. So the answer is you need to look under Rav Rosenfeld. Yeah. Rav Rosenfeld Shirin and Sipuri yeah. Maisius. Uh huh. And the Rabbi Nachman stories and the fifth story. I believe that that's where it is. It's probably at the end of his explanation of the story. He goes into an incredible. Death regarding that name of Hashem. Yeah. 